Welcome to Lotus Eater Listening with Integrative Inceptions with Dawn of the Mossy Hippie and Steph of Lotus Eater. Be sure to head on over to that website directly, www.lotus-eater.ca. Your continued creative contributions support and afford us to continue our creations and contribute to the whole of the consciousness and vice versa. We thank you in advance. The Integrative Inception podcasts are truly organic in nature and natural. Us gals just in our hobbit house, podcasting, having a smoke break, talking about our days and our weeks, our dreams, the magic, the mundane, and everything in between. Allowing you to be a fly on the wall in that capacity and sense what other folks may be thinking or feeling without holding anyone to a concrete stance and seeing that evolution through friends move and grow. Having moments of hilarity or laughing at ourselves, be sure to laugh with us. We encourage an open mind and open heart as we wander through both the light and dark side of life, ourselves, and others. Enjoy being that fly on the wall and incepting upon our conversations. feel like I'll just fly hit. on the wall in the pub. <laughs> I feel like I'll just hit record. Worst case. I can always rewind. Restart. Record over. Look at it. looks like a uh, little cigarette has been oh, yeah. just hanging. So it does go. It's just slow burning incense of some sort. Yeah. It smells freaking fantastic. It smells lovely. My goodness. It takes the, uh, <laughs> the musty mouse poops and and straw fragrance out of the lovely hobbit cottage <laughs> like you get used to it really quickly yeah that's interesting i'm curious whatever whatever else will come up and in, in regards to any sort of dreams or interactions if we're on the right path and i use that term loosely yeah if there will be, again, not to anticipate anything, and either is stopping, right? Once you've communicated it, right, it will fall away. Yeah. Total side note, not to wander from this, because I do wander into my conspiracy theory land quite lovingly. So I was watching a, a YouTube or some sort of whatever they maybe they're called podcasts. I don't actually know. Mm-hmm. And they were getting into this, not only the pandemic, I think it was the, the, the grab to get you to watch it. Mm-hmm. And it's some, with some pretty prominent names in the conspiracy theory world, which is cool. Uh, but they were getting into um, not only like the cabal and the Illuminati and how embedded to the, to the powers and practicing of the, the, the superhuman senses, we'll call them, um, have been used for for a long, long time, right. just on a, on a negative polarity of sorts and mind control and you can get into the MK Ultra and all that kind of good stuff, but it's embedded in the society. And this is part of that clearing mm. to, to rid of literally the viral people mm. who may not even be consciously aware that their vessel that, is being used right. as, as said things. But it, And, okay. Yeah. Um, so at one point in time, they wandered off into uh, dreams. Mm-hmm. 
And it's funny because I think it was like five hours and I fell asleep to part of it last night because I love falling asleep <laughs> to conspiracy theories, aliens, and anything horrible like that. But sure. Great. I Got love it, it in there on, yeah. a, on a subconscious level. Yeah. And I finished watching it today. Actually, I didn't finish watching it, but to the degree I could. And yeah, I thought of you because it came up in all this talk from starting about the pandemic and the virus and the Illuminati, blah, 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 can wander all through it again to inevitably dreams Hmm. and how important to be able to understand and awaken in your dream state is for this awake state. And I thought, oh my goodness. Like, first of all, following this conversation, like, how do you get from here to here? Well, you just listen and then it it all floods out in one way or another. And it was, the point before then was about the, the pineal gland and how the senses, I'm also going to stop here because I'm going to start mixing things. My parallel reading also, not the book (laughs) you just read the other day, Mm -hmm. but another book talking about the pineal gland and how we see them as, uh, not necessarily superhuman senses, but the sixth sense they're beyond the physical. Um, the practice probably coming through a meditative. Oh, excuse me. I just burped. (laughs) She's a lady. (laughs) See, you love to sing. (laughs) Um, it was, Oh my goodness, you know, it threw me right off track. Pineal gland. Pineal gland, yeah. Oh, and I would assume through what we currently understand is the practice of meditation, but not necessarily in the humana humana meditation, but accomplishing meditation is to quiet the animal senses down. So what we know is the physical senses. Mm -hmm. And through that process is bringing forward our other natural sense. It's, n- and it was almost like trying to swap the perspective of giving it this all powerful, this beyond extra the veil. sensory, anything. It is a natural. It's there. Mm. And they did speak to utilizing external things to enhance this natural DMT capability to connect to the, the consciousness of all. And it's more clear and it all feels very real because it is real and the point being is the the physical senses are because they're in our density body in relation to what i currently understand you know plant mineral animal human it's still a bridge before we're the energetic body right so we still have an animalistic foundation right and by not closing them but learning how to quiet them to the degree that they start to and I more so mean in this space hearing quite specifically is what I kind of gathered the the hearing can start to move in and attach in to those quote unquote extrasensory levels Mm -hmm. and they're not extra than beyond Mm -hmm. and the the power of the pineal gland, which I think we all know in, in many capacities. But I think through different practices, whether it's studying, learning, talking, moving through it, it's enhancing the clarity of that as a sense. 
So we're, we're bridging the animalistic density of ourselves to the energetic state. And I would imagine through the other kind of world that I understand maybe other people to in moving into vibrational fifth mm-hmm. dimension, that practice mm-hmm. and understanding the dream state, the dream reality, those frequencies, mm-hmm. if you can, and practice not with this animalistic grr because it's actually not purposeful there we're coming in human to a state it's like going into wonderland yeah your logic won't live here well right so how can you practice that amongst the density so you can have a not maybe not have a but have a attain those moments of perspective that when you are focused on something or considering working time not being linear it all comes in when you can just take that breath or 10 breaths whatever it may be and start to hear sense and it's not again a diminishing of the physical senses it's, mm-hmm. it's asking them to evolve And I think it's, you have in the past been very frequently told, listen, listen, Mm -hmm. why, why aren't you listening? Why aren't you hearing? And it's interesting that you utilize in the conversation, the ability to hear. And just like we were talking yesterday about earth energy is not exclusively the ground and the soil that mm-hmm. we walk upon it's there's there's an essence that's much deeper than that yeah. that that doesn't have any that actually has nothing dirt. to do with dirt dirt comes from it but it is not it's it. a representative right but it's not the definition perhaps it's the same thing with this mm-hmm. animalistic sense of hearing this is just a reflection of the capacity that there is within those open states to actually know what it is to Mm -hmm. hear and to consider if we remember i know you guys can't see but we were looking at the uh, diagram of a triangle with the different yeah and moving on to the next page of that and you had spoke of it the other day of the peripheral Mm-hmm. You're, con- you think you're. I don't know if you're talking about the cats or something. Oh, how the cats see you. Oh yes, in the per- yes. Are you in the peripheral. So moving on to the next page of that. So imagining a triangle, and where the point is is your view, mm-hmm. and the the base of it mm-hmm. being right the sight in the peripheral. And I thought, put that in an ear. We're always looking mm-hmm. to listen from external mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. And perhaps in the, I, I don't want to say the psychic way or the, the superhuman way or the sixth sense way, but there's another way to hear and it's from the inside out. Right. And it could be part and parcel from that, potentially from the pineal gland area, if it is in fact the eye mm-hmm. that bridges, mm-hmm. the potentially, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, which is funny because listening is has been a big message for me. I hear those like really not like 
I don't know how to say the word properly, tinnitus or tiny whatever. Oh, titanus. That's not how you say it. Yeah. I would never go it's that way. super sexy. Yeah. Titanus. <laughs> <laughs> I always want to say tiny titus. But I don't even know if that's a real word, tiny titus. Anyway. Tinnitus? Titanus? Oh, I might be getting it mixed up with the patron scribe of, mm, the patron demon of scribes, which is tittivilis. So it might actually be tinnitus. Tinnitus? Tinnitus? Anyhow. And there will be those moments that I'll acknowledge that there's, especially for close in conversation or honing in, then there's those pitches. And I'm curious if those are some indications. You're... You're you're doing you're doing it right. you're doing it right. you're keep you're, going keep you're going. just getting like the radio station like you uh, you're like just keep turning the dial stuff you're doing it <laughs> and I want to think that's from a movie you're doing it you're doing anyway my sister would know it's very hilarious <laughs> is your sister the person who knows all the movies all the trivial information possible. She would know based on because if her and I were having a conversation, she would say that to me and we would both start hysterically laughing and, and referencing like these quick movie clips. Like we're those people that could probably just talk in clips sometimes. Right. When I was talking to her the other day, I think it was about one of our conversations. I'm like, you got to listen. I said, I can't remember exactly what we were talking about, but the way it came out of me was giving and receiving and receiving and giving and she's like you sound like Joey on yeah that's she's like the giving (laughs) and the the receiving (laughs) that's funny and we died laughing and then I was like of course because we also referenced yes we did in our conversation yes we did the way I was trying to communicate it to her the giving and receiving (laughs) enough of the giving and receiving (laughs) (laughs) He probably should have used the thesaurus for his wedding speech like he did for the adoption Uh referral letter. So sweet. Big aorta. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so that was my world, I guess, of today. Watching, I don't even like calling it conspiracy theory, it's just another perspective. Yeah, of course. It's very deep and dark I suppose well it's not dark but it could be perceived as it's being used it is uh, negatively it's interesting I don't want to associate dark with bad right no being a Mm. a a nature and wildlife enthusiast I have long questioned the use of the term invasive species referring Mm. to uh, a bird a plant etc and I'm like, no, man, we are the invasive species. Oh, yeah. I like mold. And now I'm wondering, again, with my own uh, ever-changing and, and evolving uh, understanding of what we are and where we actually come from. And if it is, in fact, a little more digital than perhaps in the past considered or 
lots of people considered in the past that it is a viral message that is being I mean isn't it interesting we even refer to things as going viral mm-hmm. on the internet um, and it's like a uh, it's, it is something that's been inserted now my only concern with it in regards to this person or group of people referring to it as, as I guess an opportunity to for, for the people who are asleep to wake up is it also not also instilling a new virus? And I'm not talking about COVID-19. I'm talking mm-hmm. about fear and panic and greed. Absolutely. Uh, you know. Um, I have mentioned to Hubby, yeah, I think this is our kill switch. I think it, it's not going to annihilate anything, but it is, we built it in to say, okay, you guys are, you're, you're going off track here, so we're going to shake this shit mm-hmm. up. Um, it's amazing to think that however programmed folks may be including ourselves we program ourselves others program us we are programming others giving receiving (laughs) in the giving and in the receiving in the transmitting of that giving and receiving yeah and isn't that, I love that they did come around to dreams, though. I'd love to... I well, mean, I think perhaps at this point, a perspective could be that it's... And I know there's the remote viewers and all that kind of good stuff, so the ability is there to infiltrate or incept people. Speaking of, so circle back to probably the last episode, but the continuation of dreams. I had that thought as well. So isn't this funny that... This gentleman is incepting my dreams. Mm-hmm. These are not my landscapes. Mm-hmm. These are not my people. These are not my environments. Um, he is straight up incepting. Absolutely. Stemming Absolutely. from, if I must, if credit must be due, through you. You have incepted. I did incept the word incept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> through. Not from the beginning. I will actually give credit to inception. Mm-hmm. The fantastic movie. Did you watch it? I did watch it, yes. And I have since tried to also watch the Harry Potter movies. I, I don't know. I just can't do it. I also want to re-watch Interstellar. Have you seen that? I don't think so. It's a little bit of a snoozer here and there. And then right at the end, it's like, holy shit, why wasn't this movie all about... And it actually comes back to my strings ish mm. but this is much more uh, matrixy style love it the capacity to to be outside of the paradigm of space time and open this little trap door and stick your head through nice yeah so that's on pvr i've got to have to watch, watch that, that again i've ironically even though in all this pandemic stuff in my biggest fear of zombies in all of it um, has been a craving to rewatch. Oh my goodness! I cannot Cloverfield. The I have not seen. It's it. a bunch of I don't think. alien kind of, but it's an alien coming. Aliens coming down to the earth or something has happened, but they all live in bunkers now. And I believe something has happened now. Whether that was pandemic related or not, because mm. I apparently don't retain that information. But mm. I love the series of Cloverfield. It's it's dark. Oh, so it's not just a movie. It's actually a series of 
movies of movies like there's a bunch of different i see but i think cloverfield and probably because dan from roseanne is in the first one so i was like yeah okay i can do this there's a trusting (laughs) trusting face john goodman's good shit yeah (laughs) like i can handle this okay let's do it yeah i don't know i don't but i don't i feel yeah i don't like the whole zombie concept and not that i believe that's actually what's gonna happen or could but there is something about that fear it's the fear and again i'm not gonna be that person but i will be that person Mm -hmm. if i walk outside it's not real coming to eat my face off but like walking outside right now and if i walked into not walked but drove into town it's not real no people are not unwell it's not in my reality yet i'm being told it's an invasion coming into my reality Mm. truth or not aside put that you've instilled fear in me my issue if i must have one or use that term is i can't now trust the source is my problem i want to believe you're telling me to prepare for something and in this case it's common germs like wash your hands mm-hmm. social distancing okay but let's just say it was a little bit more aggressive than that sure um my seat is the source i can't necessarily blindly say oh you're saying to fear something even though i don't see it and the people in my community are well you're telling me to prepare for something okay mm-hmm. oh but if I didn't think I knew so much mm-hmm. about corporations and deep states mm-hmm. and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. this other possible reality that underlies what is being communicated to us virally every day. Mm-hmm. I think that's my point of I don't know. So I do a little bit of both, right? I'll do my social responsibility, of course, because I care about humanity. But I'm not going to just blindly dip my energy into your fear right. virus. Right. I also don't want to be the jackass that's like, loser, you should have listened. Of course. But yeah. I say you should have listened, but again, you do your due diligence at a pace that's like, okay, I'm going to keep you outside of my aura. Mm-hmm. I'm aware of you. But don't feed me your fear. Because there's something when there's fear thrown at me, I immediately kind of go, not block it or want to fight it. It's not that fight or flight response. It's this, hmm, why do you want to use fear? Probably because it's the most communicable. And I mean, I'm actually referring to that in a viral state. It is a communicable um, human condition. And it, but it reminds me of like guilt. You want someone to do something quickly, use one of those states and people will react mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. usually in the way you want them to, even though their emotional state may not match that their, their heart state their any other state may not match mm-hmm. their actions, but you're even their normal them. psychological state yeah. might not be that person. But their actions are following the fear. And there's always that, like, little curiosity of, wow, we become, 
we, and I use that term loosely, but I guess as humans, as any herd of animals, if mm-hmm. one starts saying something, they listen. Mm-hmm. You trust the pack leader. Okay, well, we're going left now. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're, right. We're heading left. Your best case scenario is you never know that you did actually avert the issue. And you, you can question it all you want because you never met it. Isn't that, But that's actually a powerful point. So you still never know if it's being in any capability or possibility. I think I think there is a possibility to know. We just don't know it yet. We don't know that line of communication. And, and that's okay. We're practicing. <laughs> um, I'm going to talk about the zombies for just a moment. It is, in fact, creating a different breed of zombie. And on the flip side with the you know the silver lining on it it is waking people up from their being zombieville yeah and i don't know what that percentage is you know are are 10 percent of people becoming awake questioning Mm -hmm. i'm going to i'm going to deal with this in a way that feels appropriate for me Mm -hmm. i'm going to respect your warning but i'm not going to accept it there's a big difference between yeah. recept, uh, receiving and giving <laughs> respecting and accepting the same way we can bear witness without condoning it's quite fascinating to it watch. is actually a very it's a remarkable time for those who would have themselves open there is open to um to the observational state to just step back and say wow look at the herd move and look at that herd split and look at oh my god a cow is actually eating a cow (laughs) you know um it's and being in that state both you and I this okay yes I exist in this reality but I understand that it is not the reality to be able to to hold that space and just watch the unfolding is quite fascinating and I think very educational uh, on a on a personal level and on a societal level a global level I'm I don't, I, I, there, I, I'm going to be straight up. I'm very into population control. <laughs> I will put that out there right now. Um, that being said, I, I don't, as a human being with a compassionate heart, I don't want to see people harmed. There's my pitta, fire and water. Um, ultimately, I'm excited I'm more excited than fearful to see where is this going to go. If it's, if we actually. The shift, shift. exactly. Or if we just get it. It's kind of like when I. Sorry, how far are we? Because I got to pee like mad. Four minutes. All right. We're only four minutes in. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like that when you're sick and not this sick but you know regular sick and I've, I've spoken to it before definitely actually earlier this year when you're not feeling good and you're down and out and you're going to bed 
there's this craving to just feel normal again. Yes. To, to revert yes. to what yes. when you were when one was feeling normal, you're in this oh my goodness, there's more, and you're trying to learn and practice and evolve. And then, the, say, the physical body somehow falls what we perceive as ill, even though it, it could be ill, don't get me wrong, or shifting. Mm. And as soon as we get to that point, we do everything possible to revert. to revert to what normal was. And it's like, oh, I'm so thankful I'm feeling normal again. And then this vicious cycle, oh, I'm feeling normal again. Okay, a few weeks goes by. No, there's more. There's more to like... That is a very cool way of describing that. And it's something when I most recently got sick, like well earlier, and I remember actively, and it was a sinus infection, and I remember, oh my goodness, this is horrible. And I didn't take anything to help it, like from a pharmaceutical standpoint. I thought, can I practice that thought? Not because it's right or wrong, because I really don't know. Yep. But I'm going to practice this and think if this is somehow flooding, clearing, moving because of any personal work and practice I've done through my quote unquote third eye pineal gland area Mm -hmm. or sight, this is a part of that evolution. You need to clear the debris that Mm -hmm. has been stuck all around it. Do you want to revert? And just be normal, then, and again, I'm not saying like, well, then take your meds and, you know, do what you need to do. But I just happen, you're aware of your own body, I believe, to a degree. I was like, mm, I'm just going to keep that thought right, hovering that, am I actually in pain? No, there's just some discomfort. It's messy. It's a little, but I'm not suffering. Mm-hmm. Can I switch my perspective from this is not a suffering in my sinuses. This is a release. Like a volcano is going off. And can I... But because all creation requires a destruction. And it's, yeah. you know, as we talk about, it's it's good to utilize the tools that you have. Absolutely. It's going to bring me back to yoga, our very common tool. It's supposed to be a little uncomfortable. We've heard the term healing crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, just never really thought about it in a well, unwell in a state because usually a healing crisis for myself doesn't manifest as a physical as a sort I mean I might feel shitty but there's not snot coming out Mm -hmm. of my nose whatever um but that is a really interesting way to look at it Mm -hmm. and I did I was actually again proud of myself but not excited for the insight yeah that even if I just had a sinus infection and quote unquote suffered through it like a loser (laughs) but if I carried the possibility that I cleared out a year a day 10 years of debris because I am actively practicing this is part of that are you willing to be uncomfortable to get to the next level of Mario like you you gotta fight somebody (laughs) you gotta do something there's a state of destruction which isn't as destructive as we know of destruction. It's 
the organic release of stuff I've been holding on to right in that area. Yeah, yeah. It also heightened my awareness to, which is funny because even in, in this thing happening, because whenever usually I'm sick, right, like your taste buds go funny so you don't taste things the same way. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, I'm suddenly very aware that I have like a straight up addiction to taste. I eat mm. moody and if avocados, dill pick, whatever is my mind craving or point, it I'm addicted to taste and I need to do some work on my Jupiter right. and my mouth um, in regards to a sense. It's not something I quite understand yet from that psychic sense place, mm-hmm. how it's a tool, because I, I generally smell things, but I don't taste things. Um, and I thought, oh, but that's something for my physical self. To, to understand still eating avocado today but that's not the point I'm aware of it that taste gets me really it can it can move me if something tastes good y- you got me you got me mm-hmm. I'm a customer for life <laughs> well for duration and then even through this whole pandemic eating <laughs> said to said to hubby so great that we bought all these extra cans of tuna and ravioli and this but when do we actually start eating like where we're sharing a can of ravioli and not when does that that's to me like the next stage great that we have it but right now we're still having like making burgers and yep. you know go and get our fresh salad stuff and our bananas we're, we haven't actually dipped into this quarantine eating I said, that would be very interesting for me, probably both of us, to to think that way. Oh, we're splitting a can of, of ravioli to to just not be hungry. Yep. Just to stay alive, perhaps. It's not about taste, <laughs> because by day three, I'm going to be like throwing ravioli at the wall. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't feel like ravioli. I, I, could, see, I could honestly see that about mm-hmm. you. And I'm wondering if it's akin to your textural uh, uh, fetish, <laughs> um, See, not not the texture of food. I I'm not actually even referring to the texture of the object. It's the essence behind. It's how texture makes you f- not yeah. your fingertips feel. You feel, and you're feel talking about mouth. taste. Yeah, how it feels, mm-hmm. and because it is reverse sometimes being a mood eater like someone might be a mood dresser yeah. you are eating for like Mark, Mark will say what are we having for dinner and it's not because of one reason or the other it's because he knows it's like well what is she in the mood for is what right. we're having for dinner Right? are we having beef are we having chicken are we having pierogies are we having avocado it'll, it'll be based on her mood <laughs> yeah and it's just that funny scenario of wow I I think I have work to do. I know. I shouldn't say I think, but I guess I can add that in. I think and know I have work to do in regards to my physical sense of taste and not to, you know, manhandle it, but to realize or balance it better to say things can taste good, but you don't need to consume them like they're going to go away tomorrow. Right. Now, that being said, I did tell you on Facebook about... Um, avocados being handed out for free. Did you see it yet? No. Okay. My goodness. <laughs> it's probably because I have my Wi-Fi off my phone today. Anyway. <laughs> we'll leave you with that. Don's got to be. Yeah, pee. it's been way more than four <laughs> minutes. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Be sure to head to the next episode of Integrative Inceptions with Don and Steph. Booyah!